0: Today, guys, this is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast. We're here to do some NFL content today. So, what I'm going to be doing, we're going to be doing some Week Six recap as well as an NFL Week Seven preview. We've got about four games from last week, and we got about four upcoming games we're going to discuss here today. Before we go any further, man, we just want to just express to you guys how thankful we are for all of your support. Uh, We're still steadily climbing. We're really close to 10,000 subscribers. So we just want to express how grateful and thank we are thankful we are for you guys. And man, before you go any further, we would just really appreciate it. Man, drop the like button. Subscribe. I think you guys will really enjoy it. And if you do enjoy it, don't forget that bell notification. When you hit that notification, you'll never miss a beat. You'll know every time we drop a short, a video, any big announcement. So check that out. Uh, we already made a big announcement, but we just let you guys know we have struck up a sponsorship/slash partnership with BetUS. Really cool people, man. One of the oldest sports books on the market, man. They've got a lot of cool deals, man. We're going to have a link in the description about a really cool promo we're running with them right now. But check them out. And also, we want to thank Off the Ball Network for our partnership with them. Allowing us to use their platform, be able to reach more and more fans each and every day. So we're grateful for them. And let's get started. So if we're talking about NFL Week 6, the first game I want to talk about is the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh... Not a crazy matchup, to say the least. Uh, Years ago, this was regarded to be one of the best matchups in the league from a division that not that long ago was considered one of the best divisions in the league. Uh, But this game, I I went in expecting Kansas City to get the win. Uh, I expected them to get the win very handedly, but it just seems like they kind of just let Denver stay in it. I mean, if we look at it like this, going into halftime, they were up 13-0. Extended their lead to 16 0. And then Denver was able to score eight points in the fourth quarter with the Chiefs scoring another field goal in the fourth quarter, ending in 19 8. Uh, not very impressive to say the least. I mean, dude, Russell Wilson is still struggling. Uh, 13 for 22 for 95 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. They couldn't get the run game going. Uh, Mahomes had a pretty decent game. He threw for 306 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. But they didn't really have an impressive game. They didn't. Uh they didn't really do really good running the ball either, man. So this loss puts Denver in an even worse hole they've already been in. They're sitting at one and five now while the Chiefs are sitting at five and one. And uh I don't know what to think about the Broncos, man. There's not a while lot we can say about this that we haven't already said. But man, I would love to see Sean Payton figure it out. But I mean, it's looking like Denver's probably gonna be stuck with Russell Wilson for at least another year or so. They're gonna probably at least have to pay him a full another season. But that doesn't mean that they may be looking at drafting a quarterback in this year's draft for sure. Maybe they just want to draft a guy. Maybe he sits behind Russ for a little while. Maybe he takes Russ's job at some point. Uh, I would love to see Russell Wilson figure it out. But right now, it's not looking very good in Denver. And uh, that's a little concerning for the Chiefs that they only won this game by 11 points. I was expecting a bit more from them. But you know what? Like, you live, you learn. They're sitting at 5-1. and one, And I mean... You can't do a whole lot better. I'm not going to say you can't do a whole lot better, but you know what? You got the win, and at the end of the day, that's really all you need, man. So if we're going to be moving into our next game. I'm going to talk about the 49ers and the Browns. Uh, definitely not the outcome that I was expecting. Uh, this game did not go as San Fran had wanted to. Uh, Brock Purdy struggled. This is probably one of the only games in his short career that he really has shown... That he is human, and he can make mistakes. And he didn't have a really good game. But it didn't help that you had key injuries on the offense with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey going down. Uh, offense just wasn't playing up to par. They only gave up 19 points to the Browns. But, man, the Browns have a very underrated defense. And hey, man, they held broad purdy in this offense in check, man. Uh, definitely not what I've seen coming. But the injury bug, man, the 49ers have seemed like if Struggle with the injury by the last few seasons. Let's hope that it's not anything serious. Because, man, I would love to see the 49ers run the table and maybe make it back to a Super Bowl. But the way that Brock Purdy at least tried to end the game, obviously he can't kick the ball and win the game. But, man, that last drive, he looked good. He put the team on his back. And he was prepared to try to win them that game after having a less-than-stellar game up to that point. So, I mean, I think they'll shake back. I think it was a good win for the Browns. But nonetheless, I digress. So, let's move on to this next game, and that's gonna be the Eagles at the Jets. Uh, definitely did not go how I anticipated at all. Uh, the, obviously, since the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers, they've been rolling with Zach Wilson, man. And on the year after this win, they're at 500. They're at three and three, and the Eagles were five and zero going into this game in New York, and they lost, man. Uh, but it doesn't help when one you don't really have much of a run game, and it doesn't help when your quarterback throws the team, other team, the other ball. When your t- quarterback turns the ball over the way Jalen Hurts did, it, it never hurt. Helps, man. Three interceptions. You can't give the ball away that many times and expect to win. Not a high scoring affair. Final score of twenty to fourteen. Uh, Zach Wilson didn't have a bad game, man. Nineteen for thirty three, one hundred eighty six yards. Would have wanted a little bit more, but you know what? Brees Hall was able to get into the end zone, and that was just all they needed, man. Uh good win for the Jets. Hopefully that uh keeps them on the right path, man. That is a big win against one of the favorites to run the table and win the Super Bowl this year. So good kudos to them. And uh I'm hoping that the Eagles can shake back from that, man, because uh that's an ugly loss. Twenty to fourteen and your quarterback turns the ball over three times. I mean, his completion percentage wasn't horrible. He threw for almost 300 yards and a touchdown, but those turnovers, you just got to, have to cut back on those, man. Especially if you're trying to run the table and win a Super Bowl this year, man, you have to figure that out. You can't keep struggling at all, especially the, the later you go into the season, man. It is what it is. So we have one more game we want to talk about today, at least for a recap, and that's going to be the Cowboys at the Chargers, man. Uh, not sure what's going on with the Chargers, bro. Uh, one of the most talented rosters in the league from top to bottom, and they just can't ever seem to put it together, man. The Chargers lose 20-17. to 17. Cowboys are 4-2 after that win. Good, impressive win. Uh, Dak didn't have a bad game. Uh, completed 21 of 30 for 272 and one touchdown. Justin Herbert, 22 for 37. 227, two touchdowns and a pick. Man, but this is the craziest stat line. Austin Eckler, 14 carries for 27 yards. Not good. Not good at all. Keenan Allen goes and gets him 85 yards and a touchdown. But, man, this Chargers team is just underperforming, man. Uh, They should be doing a lot better up to this point. They've got an explosive offense. And they have a really talented defense with guys like Bosa, Khalil Mack, derwin james guys like that and just feels like they're underachieving a lot and it just seems like they've been struggling with that the last few seasons as well i really wanted to see them win this game i can't stand dallas but man that was a good win for the cowboys they improved the four and two and i mean hey man what do you do from there so now that we're going to start kind of getting out of our recap we're going to start looking forward to our preview And I'm just going to talk about this one since it's currently being played. Uh, We're sitting at halftime. I'm talking about the Jaguars in New Orleans taking on the Saints. Uh, We're currently, and by the time you guys hear this video, the game will be done. The game will be played. Y'all will already know statistics who's won, who's lost. But, man, uh, not a good performance from the Saints so far, man. They're losing 17-6 in halftime. Their offense is stagnant. They cannot get anything going. No points, man. Uh, and their defense has struggled. I'm not going to say their defense has not struggled. they are given up 17 points already. But, man, Pete Carmichael and Derek Carr are just not getting it done for the Saints offense, man. They are loaded. They have talent. You look at this offense, for instance. Let's just list off some names. You've got Derek Carr. You've got Alvin Kamara. You've got Michael Thomas. You've got Chris Olave, you've got Foster Moreau, you've got Jawan Johnson, you've got so many guys, and this team is just struggling, man. They don't have an identity on offense, and it's kind of making me think about the early years before Breeze had got a really good defense. There was a point where Breeze was throwing for damn near almost 5,000 yards every season. The Saints were rolling with the number one offense almost every year, but the Saints defense was historically bad. They just could not contain anybody. So you had Drew Brees and that offense dropping thirty five points a game, and you are finishing the season eight and eight because you just can't contain anybody. And that's what I feel like the Saints are going through right now. Is for the last, man, it feels like even before Brees retired, man, they've been a top five unit in pretty much every statistical category, and they just can't seem to put it together, man. Uh, Their offense is struggling. I think a part of it definitely goes on Derek Carr and his ability to win games and put the team on his back. But, man, Pete Carmichael, I'm starting to really question if he really knows what he's doing. I'm not saying he's on Matt Canada-esque, but it's starting to make me think that Sean Payton was mainly calling those plays for all those years because I feel like ever since Payton left and Dennis Allen's been running the show with Carmichael as the offensive coordinator, it just feels like we can't score points. It feels like we can't get anything going on offense. And, you know what I mean, I hope the Saints can figure out in the second half. I'm not sure exactly who gets it in the second half, but, man, I'm hoping that they can get something going. I'm hoping that they can contain Trevor Lawrence because it seems like he's playing really well up to this point. And I'm hoping the Saints receivers can get separation, man. They're not getting separation. The play calling's been hit or miss, and they haven't been really good in pass protection or running the ball either. So I'm hoping they figure it out, but we'll see what happens, man. So our next matchup we're going to be talking about is Atlanta and Tampa. Man, this is an interesting game just from the perspective of it's a divisional game. Both of these teams on the same page, Atlanta sitting at 3-3, three three. Tampa sitting at 3-2. Uh, it's an important game. Now, Saints have the best roster in the division, but they're not sitting in first place. Uh Atlanta just I don't know what they're doing they're not getting Kyle Pitts involved Desmond Ritter has definitely shown that not gonna say he's not the guy I still believe in him personally I don't think Cam is as high on him as I am but man uh they need to figure it out and Tampa Bay man Tampa Bay is still overachieving I think Atlanta has a much better roster for sure But I just don't know if they're going to be able to beat Baker and the Buccaneers, man. Uh, Anything can happen, but I just don't know if I see it happening. They're going to play in Tampa. I'm hoping they figure it out. I wish they would involve Kyle Pitts and really open their offense up. Obviously, B. John Robinson is having a good year, but I just don't see Atlanta going to Tampa and getting that win. I'm I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I don't think it'll be by a whole lot. I just don't see Atlanta going into Tampa and getting the win. Now, if we move on to our next game, I'm talking about the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, like we just got done saying, the Chargers had that bad loss to Dallas last week, and Kansas City kind of had an ugly win over the Broncos, winning 19-8. to uh, From a roster perspective, from a star power perspective, yeah, this could be a really good game if all the dominoes fall the right way. Uh, you've got Mahomes versus Justin Herbert. You've got Travis Kelsey on one side. you got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the other side. Austin Eckler and Isaiah Pacheco. But, man, what is this game going to look like? Is uh, Are the Chargers really going to show their potential? Or are they going to keep underachieving and struggling? Or are the Chiefs going to just blow the Chargers out the water? I mean, I think this is going to be a really good game. I think the Chargers will have a much better game this week than what they did against Dallas this past week. Uh, I I like Justin Herbert, man. I love his intangibles. I love his arm, what he can do. But I'm just not sold on them being able to beat the Chiefs, especially in Arrowhead. I just don't know if I see it, man. It could go either way. I think it'll be probably a 20, 30-point game for sure. But if I'm going to put my money on anything, I'm going to go with Kansas City. But I would like to see the Chargers upset the Chiefs. I just don't think I see it happening up to this point. So we're going to talk about one more good matchup, and then we're going to get out of here for the day. I'm talking about Detroit at Baltimore. This has a recipe for being a really good game. Man, Detroit is sitting at 5-1. and one. Man, uh... What can you say about Detroit, man? They've been playing really well this year. I think they lost to Tampa at one point. Not Tampa. I forget who they lost to. That's my apologies. But Detroit's been playing really well. And Baltimore hasn't looked that bad either. Had some injuries. But they, they've they a really good defense. Very ball hawk. Very aggressive defense. And the Lions are a very just not going to say air raid-esque, but, man, they're very powerful on offense, man. They can score points. They're very fast-paced. They can put points on you in a hurry. Uh, it's Jared Goff versus Lamar Jackson, man. How is this going to go? It's in Baltimore, so that's going to definitely play a factor. Uh, I can see this game going either way, man. Uh, I think both are very talented squads in their own right. Obviously, this is out of conference. This is not the same division It's AFC versus NFC. Man, I don't know, man. I really like Detroit. I like what they're doing. I think they're really talented on defense and they're really good on offense. I just don't know. I don't know how they're going to play against that Baltimore defense, man. Uh they're talented for sure, and I just I wonder if Baltimore's defense is going to be able to contain Detroit's offense. And I want to see if Detroit can contain Lamar Jackson because if Lamar Jackson can get things going with his legs, it may open up that pass game for him to be able to throw the ball downfield. I mean, anything's possible when you've got Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. And, man, when you have Jared Goff and that offense is rolling, man, this could be a shootout. It really could. But I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. I think both teams have good defensive units, and I think they're going to come to play. I don't see it being a blowout. No. Do I see it being a high-scoring affair? It could be. But I think it's going to be a low-score and just hard-fought game. And if I had to put my money on anybody, man, I'm going to put my money into Baltimore Ravens, man. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Cam. That's his team. I really like what Detroit's doing. But I just don't know if I could see Detroit going into Baltimore and getting that win. I think it will be hard-fought. And they definitely have a legit chance to win. But if I had to put my my know-how and I put my money where my mouth is, i will definitely have to go to Baltimore in this case. Uh. Definitely a lot of really good matchups this week, man. Uh, the NFL starting to shape up. We're starting to get into these later weeks in the season, starting to figure out who is who. Uh, they have a bunch of other interesting matchups as well. But these are the ones that just caught my eye, and I figured these were the ones I wanted to talk about. But I want to say they do have the Eagles and the Dolphins playing. Definitely think that uh, that could be a really cool matchup, especially if both offenses play at their potential. It could be a shootout for sure but that's got all i got today this is our NFL recap and our NFL week 7 preview it was really fun talking football with you guys and just it's fun talking football in general we love what we do and we're really proud of what we do we love giving you guys good content and we're thankful for the ones that have been here and the ones that have just been very helpful and supportive and the ones that have been subscribing and watching the content man we're thankful so thank you guys for all your support. Like I said before the video, before the audio started, man, don't forget to like the video, comment, show some feedback, and subscribe. If you subscribe, please hit the bell notification because if you hit the bell notification, you won't miss a video. You won't miss any shorts. We've got college football content. We've got NFL content. We've got top five segments. We've got what-if segments. We're going to have an open discussion segment, and we've got plenty of shorts from all of our greatest and best debates and comments. Uh, Shout out to all the Ball Network again. Thank you guys for showing us some love, letting us use your platform. And, guys, don't forget, check the link in the description for BetUS. They've got some really cool stuff going on. If y'all like sports betting and stuff like that, be an awesome way to go. Thank you guys again. This is Brandon with the Football Frame of Mind podcast, signing off.